The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank. Committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Wednesday the 10th of July. In your squeeze today, Jeffrey Epstein and his high-profile mates, Alec Sigley takes to Twitter, State of Origin, and the science behind Snowball the Dancing Cockatoo. This is your squeeze today. Jeffrey Epstein is an American billionaire with strong links to the US and UK establishment. Yesterday, he appeared in court charged with assaulting and trafficking dozens of girls as young as 14 years old between 2002 and 2005. This isn't the first charge of this kind he has faced. Back in 2008, he was accused of sexually abusing dozens of teenage girls between 1999 and 2007, but reached a plea deal to avoid federal sex trafficking charges. And it's that plea deal that's really uh, taken a bit of a tangent in this story. Uh, that's because the guy who was the prosecutor of that case at that time is now the uh, Labor Secretary in Donald Trump's cabinet. And that plea deal saw Epstein able to uh, water down what was going to be a life sentence or potentially a life sentence in prison uh, to just a, a handful of months in prison and actually be being able to leave prison and work in his office six days a week. So they say that that was very lenient, particularly for the sorts of charges that he's facing. And we're talking about really uh, raping young girls and then trafficking them to a group of his inner circle. As Long has been reported, he's got links to some very high profile people in the British royal family also. Yeah. And it took a few minutes for the penny to drop for me yesterday when I was reading through through all of this. I do remember back in the day, Prince Andrew was under a fair bit of pressure for being photographed with Epstein when he visited New York. And Epstein at that point had been through that court case and had spent that time in jail. And of course, uh, the allegations that Prince Andrew was also involved in that ring where underage girls were being trafficked for sex as something that Buckingham Palace has always denied. What next on this one? There's a lot of very high-profile people involved in this, and uh, we're talking about Bill Clinton and Donald Trump, who I've mentioned before, as as being associates of his. Uh, But there's a lawsuit that's being pursued by one of uh, Epstein's victims, and uh, some documents are due to be released on that case that names all sorts of politicians, business executives. So uh, it's thought that if and when those documents come uh, to the public light, it could get a lot murkier. An update to the unrest in Hong Kong. Yesterday, Hong Kong's chief executive, Carrie Lam, declared the controversial extradition plan dead. How have protesters taken this news? It's what they've been looking for. Yeah, it is, except they're still a little bit uneasy about it because while it's dead, it hasn't been withdrawn from that legislative program and that's really what they want to see. They want her to use the word withdrawn and they want to see it off the agenda. There's also other demands for her to step down and resign and that's not on the agenda either. So it's still expected that there's a bit of uh, unrest there and that that might also continue to turn into protests. 
A name we all well know now, Alex Sigley, the 29-year-old Aussie who was detained and then released from North Korea, has broken his silence in a series of tweets. He said, quote, that the allegation that I am a spy is pretty obviously false. Yeah, and says that he wasn't doing any work for any media organisations, that he was really just writing about his life in North Korea and everything that he had done was on that blog uh, and picked up by international news agencies. So he says that yeah, spying just wasn't his game, but he's very sad that he won't probably be going back to Pyongyang, that he won't be able to finish his studies there and that the tours that he was running with his travel business have been cancelled. And that he also won't be talking anymore to the media. We talked yesterday of the meeting between Afghanistan and the Taliban. All reports are it went well. Yeah, a very basic roadmap has been drawn up and uh, that's been seen as a substantive step towards peace in Afghanistan and top of the agenda are trying to reduce the civilian deaths that are ongoing uh, in Taliban attacks and also raids by uh, the government on them uh, and also assuring fundamental rights for women. You also briefly mentioned yesterday the Four Corners report on ABC about how the Murray-Darling Basin should be funded. Some big stakeholders aren't happy with that report. They're really not happy and uh, have banded together to complain to the ABC about that report saying that it was reckless and ill-informed and that it really didn't show how money was being spent to actually get good returns for the basin. So we're talking about the National Farmers Federation and some other irrigator and farming groups. And if you're one of the now 810,000 people who's done your tax return in anticipation of that tax cut, our treasurer has indicated you could get your payment as soon as Friday. That's quick. It's very quick. They've been working very hard at the tax office to get that moving. And uh, Josh Frydenberg, the treasurer yesterday, said that he wasn't going to tell Australians how to use their money, but he expects a lot of it to be spent at the shops. All right. Aussie tech company Atlassian, which isn't listed on the Australian Stock Exchange, rather the New York Stock Exchange, has doubled its valuation in the last year, Claire. It's now worth almost $50 billion Aussie dollars. When you line it up with Australian companies, uh, it sits ahead of, of Telstra. And if it was listed on the Australian Stock Exchange, it would be our seventh biggest company. So uh, the personal wealth of its co-CEOs, Mike Cannon-Brooks and Scott Farquhar, uh, are also uh, up around the $13 billion mark and they're soon to become, if that company continues, it's still a financial performance, uh, a couple of the most wealthy Australians. Yeah, headed that way. They're already fourth on the on the rich list, I think, so won't be long till yeah. they hit the top. That's right. As a proud New South Welsh woman, I'm excited, Claire. State of Origin tonight is the third <laughs> game and the decider being held at ANZ Stadium in Sydney. Go the Blues. Go the Blues. I'm with you. Uh, lots of emotion from all involved coaches and, and players. They take it very seriously. Of so, course. yeah, it's. Um, it's a thing tonight. New South Wales looking to take out the decider. Well, if you don't want to tune in, we'll let you know the results tomorrow so you've got your talking points down. 
Um, and it's just quickly, it's important people know about Snowball, the dancing cockatoo. It really is, and not just because Snowball is pretty hilarious, but because <laughs> uh, Snowball has generated some pretty serious scientific research. Uh, Snowball shot to fame in 2007 when a YouTube uh, clip was put up of Snowball dancing to the Backstreet Boys um, song, Everybody. And Great tune. researchers seized on that and studied him. Uh, he actually has 14 dance moves all of his own. He's not just mimicking people. Um, he can feel the beat. He can make up his own little combinations. He certainly can feel the beat. Yeah, and interestingly, like when they slowed the songs that he really likes up or down, he could still keep up with it, which is just incredible. You do have to, to see it to believe it. There's some links to him dancing in the Squiz Today email. And that comes also back to our song lyric today, which I can circumvent that question, Kate. Uh, Backstreet Boys, uh, the lyric from everybody is, uh, am I the only one, which is one of the questions that researchers were looking into. And he's only 20 years old or mid-20s, so he's got a, a lot of dancing to go. Cockatoos live till they're about 65. Yeah, whole career ahead of him look forward to that. Thanks for listening to the Squeeze Today podcast. If you like it, please share it. Have a great Wednesday. We'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. As one of Australia's largest profit-for-member super funds, they have a range of helpful tools, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you'll need for retirement and provides an easy-to-understand plan of how to get there. And better still, it's free for all. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au. Are you?